The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Gitin daf Ayin, and we're in the middle of daf Ayin Amid Aleph. Toto Rabbonin. Hikizdam, v'shimesh mitasoi, if somebody is makizdam, he bloodlets, as we've seen throughout the Gemaras that we've learned over the years, that hakazastam was a very common, very typical way for a person to deal with different machlas. Havyulambonim viskin. So if somebody is makizdam, and immediately afterwards, he's mishamesh mitasoi, and a child is born, from that Tashmish Amita, there's a concern that the child that's born will be plagued with the condition called Vitek that the Gemara discussed on the top of the Amid, which means that this child will naturally be weak. What if both the man and the woman are Makizdam and then subsequently, immediately afterwards, the Meshamish Mitasan, Havilambanam Bali Rasan? Rashi says that's a condition. Where a person is not just weak, but chaloshim harbe, he's going to be very weak. Amr Papa Papa said, This is only true if the person that was makizdam didn't eat anything or at least taste something after that kazastam before the tashmish. But if he or she ate something less, then you don't have to worry about it. Amr Another halacha, another eitzatayva as it relates to tashmish amita. If somebody is bamenaderech, so he's really tired, he's exhausted, and Immediately afterwards, he's Meshamish Mitasai, Havilam Bonim Viskin. Same thing, there's a concern that maybe the child that's born through that Tashmish may also be born weak. It's the same idea. Just like when a person's Makistam, he's weak. And Chazal understood that that could affect the offspring that comes from that Tashmish. So, too, somebody that's born Derech, you have the same exact concern. If somebody goes to the bathroom, Al Yishamish Mitasai, he should not immediately Meshamish Mitasai, unless he waits the amount of time that it takes to walk a Chatsi mil, which, according to the Paiskin, today is nine minutes. The sheer mil is considered 18 minutes, thus a Chatsi mil would be nine minutes. And the reason why a person shouldn't be Meshamish Mitasai, Immediately after he leaves the base akise, mitnesha shade base akise, malavi ima. Because in the base akise, there's a shade, and when he leaves the base akise, that shade escorts him, and you don't want that shade to be on him or with him at the time that is Mishamish Mitase. The Im Shimesh. And let's say he violates this and he is Mishamish Mitase, Havilambonim Nichbin. Then there's a concern that he may have children that will be plagued by the condition of Nichbin, which is epilepsy. Umid, somebody that's Mishamish Mitase while he's standing Ivis. So he's vulnerable to get Ivis. That's a condition. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says Krampa. The art scroll English says cramp. So I guess that's the same word. While he's sitting, he may be overcome with delirium. What if she's on the bottom and he's on top? Again, my delirium. didn't explain exactly what the condition is. However, he told us what the remedy for it is. Sam delaria dardora. My dardora. And what's that? So this is a, a plant, an herb that grows amongst the roses, against, amongst the bush, the thorns, I'm sorry, amongst the thorns. Rapapa, Alice Ubalale. Rapapa, if he would take Dardara, this medication, he would swallow it. Rapapi, Alice Vishadile. He would chew it, but then he would spit it out. He wouldn't swallow it, and apparently it worked either way. Somebody that's not Baki, meaning Rashi says, He doesn't have the strength or the ability 
to be mishamish mitase properly. So what should he do? Lacy gimel kefizi kurtemi dechayichi. He should bring three kefizi. Rashi says that's a shear. It's a keli that's machsik gimel revios. So he should bring three of those kelim. So it's nine revios in total. Of what? What's going to be inside this keli kurtemi dechayichi? So Rashi says this is a plant that grows in land in karka. That's mezuvul bezevelatzayin. That's fertilized with the excrement of sheep. V'noidu kinu, he should grind it. V'nishlekinu b'chamra, he should cook it with wine. V'nishti, that he should drink it, and that's going to give him the kayach to be meshamish mitasi. Am Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said that he tried this, and hein hein hechsirunu l'naroisai, and that was what allowed him to regain the strength that he had when he was younger. So we'll stop here for one moment. There was a Gemara that came to mind, and that is a Gemara in the Sech Shabbos, Daf Kuf Nun Beis Amadeis. Kuf Nun Beis Amadeis. Rabbi Yechanan says, Hein, hein, hechzirun in That he tried this remedy, and he gave him the Kayach to be Meshamesh Mitasa again, the same way he was able to when he was younger. So at first glance, one can ask an obvious question. Rabbi Yechanan, the great Rabbi Yechanan, is commenting on his ability to be Meshamesh Mitasa, and why would he have wanted in his older age to be able to be Meshamish Mitasi the way he was when he was younger. Was it because of Taiva? So a Gemara came to mind, and that's a Gemara Masach the Shabbos, Dav Kuf Nun Beis. The Gemara there quotes a Pasuk, which Shloim Melech in Kayhele says that as a person gets older, he loses his Kayach. Specifically, he loses his Kayach Vatashmesh. Says the Gemara, Rav Kahana have a Pasuk Sidra Kameda Rav. Rav Kahana was once learning together with Rav. When he came to the following Pasuk, the Pasuk that says that when a person gets older, he loses his Kayach Rav gave a krechts. Amar, Rav Kahana said, that it's obvious that Rav must be suffering from this that Shloim HaMelech said a person has when he's older, meaning he doesn't have his taiva anymore. It's difficult for him to be Meshamish Mitasa. So he said, and all the Achreinim are bothered that why would Rav have been so disappointed? Was it because of Taiva, Rav just felt bad that he no longer could be Meshamish Mitasa. So I'll tell you two interesting pshatim that I saw. Number one, Rav Yaakov Emden, as Agoyes Yavit says, that Tash is a very effective tool for Shalom Bayes. So sometimes a person can have a Shalom Bayes issue, and an effective way to creep out of it is Tash So Rav perhaps felt that being that he didn't have that ability anymore, it caused Shalom Bayes problems in his house, maybe that was the Nakuda. But I'll tell you a Dovin Nifla that Chassam Soifer says. Chassam Soifer, on this Gemara right here, it's a Two line Chasam Soifer in the Chedushe Chasam Soifer Al Hashas and Masech the Shabbos Pirish Vayutzorich leiskashes bekoyach. Listen to this Chasam Soifer. You know why Rav felt bad? Because being that he couldn't be Meshamish Mitasoi and he had a mitzvah of Oino, so he had to try really, really hard to be Mekasha Atzmoi. And Rav himself said in Masech this Nido Daf Yud Gimel Amid Beis that a Mekasha Atzmoi Lodas Yehei Benidoi. So Rav Lishitasa who held. That you're not allowed to be Makasha Atzme Lodas was very bothered that he had to put so much effort into Kishoy Ever simply because he himself is of the opinion that you're not allowed to be Makasha Atzme Lodas. And that's why he was. That's why he was upset. Had nothing to do with the taiva. This chasam soif is a pelatzuma. If he was doing it for mitzvahs oyna, then why in the world would that be considered kisha atzma ladas? A three line chasam soif. You can take a look at it. Either way, it could be this gemara here, mesachtes gittin that ayin amaralf with Rabbi Yochanan, who is 
happy that Hain Hain Hechsirulim the Arosai is related to that Gemara and Kufnun Bezam and Aleph Masech the Shabbos. Whatever the Pshat is regarding Rav, why he was disappointed that he didn't have the Koyach, it could be for those same reasons that Rabbi Yochanan was happy that he had this remedy Hain Hain Hechsiruni Lina Roisai. Shloishad Varim says the Gemara Makchish and Koyach Shaladam. There are three things that cause a person to be weak. The Elu Hain Pachat. If a person is afraid. Derech, he travels, ve'ovoin, and Averis. Rashi says, what does Averis mean? Either, I'm sorry, Toysvis, daigas ha'ovoin, either he's concerned about Averis that he did, inami oinish ha'ovoin, or he's worried about the punishment that he's going to get for Averis. But either way, pachad, derech, ve'ovoin, cause a person to be weak. Pachad, how do you know that? It's a buzzing at the hillam. Libi scharchar, Azavani koichi. My heart is afraid. Azavani koichi. As a result, I lost my koich. Derek, this is how do you know that if a person travels, he loses koich? Because the Pasik says, Ino ba derek koichi. Because I traveled, I lost my koich. And avoin, how do you know averis? Dechsev koshal bavoini koichi. That because of my averis, again, I became weak. So again, just one interesting ha'ara, just one interesting stushel. And that is, we're saying here that a person that does Averois, a person that's afraid of his Averois, that can cause him to be weak. So two hours. Number one, there's a Gemara Masech, the Shabbos, Dapei Vav on the base. The Gemara Vadir discusses the Halacha, Minayi L'Poyleta Shechva Zera B'Yoy Mashli Shishi Tmeya. The Halacha is that if a man and a woman are together, so the Zera that's inside the woman is Tame for three days. The reason it's Tame for three days, it has the Tumah of Shechva Zera, is because for up to three days, this Zera, that's inside the woman, can result in a child. And as long as it can result into a child, it is Tomei. Once it can no longer result into a child, at that point it's not considered Tomei anymore. Says the Gemara, is that only true for Yidin? Or is it true for non-Jews as well? That's the Gemara Shiloh. What's it sad that it should only be true for Yidin? What if a man is Yisrael, do you say, did the Igim Yidin, who are always concerned about mitzvahs, they're nervous, they're bedaiga, because they know they have to keep Torah mitzvahs, that causes their body to be hot, and as a result, after three days, the zera that's inside this woman, this Jewish woman's body, no longer has a koyach to be mazriah. But I can play the mitzvahs. But non-Jews that are not the igibim mitzvahs, well, maybe it doesn't apply. Or do you say that being that goyim each gatz and veramasin that in itself causes their body to be hot, and it's for that reason, even though they're not the igibim mitzvahs, they're still going to be chavagufay. So it's an interesting gemara. The gemara is discussing something very scientific, something very physiological that a woman that engages in tashmusham. She has the zera of a man inside her gulf. Up to three days, that zera can emanate, it can turn into a child. After three days, it can't turn into a child anymore. The Gemara suggests it could be it's only true for Jewish women. A non-Jewish woman, mommy, a little bit longer. Maybe it's more than three days. Why? Because being that Jewish women are the Egev and Mitzvahs, they have this daiga, they have this pachad over Mitzvahs, it affects the guf, and it affects the guf in a way where scientifically the zera only can be mazria for three days, as opposed to a non-Jewish woman, maybe it's going to be more. What's the other side on the Gemara? That non-Jews each got some vermasin, and because they each got some vermasin, maybe it's going to be different. Just as an aside, the chsam soifer on this Gemara right here, Shabbos, Tevavah Mebez, we don't have to see it inside, and the chsam soifer in his chidushim al-ashas, Masechnes of Eidazara, Daflam and Aleph on Mebez, says a Dovah Niflu, we spoke to that in the Daflam a few times, but years ago, not recently, and that is that he doesn't understand. Today we really 
rely on medication, and this has really been the topic of the da for the last couple of days, we rely on medication. How do you know medicine works or doesn't work? It's based on clinical studies, clinical trials. Most clinical trials are conducted on the subjects that are non-Jews. Naturally, most people in the world are non-Jews. So you have a, a university, a lab somewhere that can conduct a clinical trial on non-Jews, and based on the efficacy of that trial, we're going to make a determination now, does it work for the Yidin or does it not work for the Yidin? How could it work? You have a Gemara over here that says that physiologically, Yidin and non-Jews are different. The Gemara says it here in Shabbos, it's a little bit more flourish in the Gemara. It's a great kasha, However, Shomer Psoyim Hashem, Hashem protects the Yidin, and Enochinami, although you can very easily argue that I'll peace science, maybe it shouldn't be able to cross over, but that's the way it works. Shomer Psoyim Hashem, and we have a right to rely that if it worked, you can even be Michal Shabbos for such medication, says the Chassam Soifer, even though you're only relying really on a Shomer Psoyim Hashem. If you can't re- trust the clinical trials, then how can you be Michal Shabbos for this type of reform? You don't know what's going to work. Terrence, we have a right to rely, although really this should be a But either way, what do you see in this Gemara? You see in this Gemara the same idea. That daigo mipnei avoin, pachad mipnei avoin, can cause a person to be shvach. It's a Gemara right here. But just one other interesting maramakim, and that is the Rabbeinu Yoyna, in his Pirish Mishle. It's a beautiful Rabbeinu Yoyna. It's on the Pasek, oh, Perik Yud. Oh, Yiris Hashem Toysef Yomim, which nois Risham Tiktarna. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna. Yiris Hashem Toysef Yomim, Givaldik. Hadaigois. Usually, when a person is worried, it causes a person to be weaker. And it causes a person to die sooner. Yiras Hashem is just the opposite. The opposite. Says it's a gewaldige chiddish, Yiras Hashem Toysef Yomim. Because ordinarily, a person that's beyiri, he's bedaigri, he's bepachad. It's a bad thing. It causes a person to be weaker. So how do you reconcile with this Gemara? Unless you'll say, it maybe causes a person to be shvacher. But yiras Hashem toysif yomim. Not to think that a person that walks around, he's paranoid about Torah mitzvahs, that that's going to cause a person to die sooner to the contrary. The yiras Hashem toysif yomim. It's the shnois rishon that they're not afraid. They live betanugim like the Rabbi Yoyna concludes. Tiktsarna, they're the ones that are ultimately going to live shorter. Either way, there are three things that cause a person to be weak. If a person eats while he's standing, he drinks while he's standing, or he's while he's standing. Five things, if a person does, he will be closer to being dead than he will be to be alive. If he eats and right away stands up, he drinks and right away stands up. He bloodlets and right away stands up. He sleeps and right away jumps out of bed. Either one of these things were considered to be very harmful, so much so that there's six things that if a person does this, he's going to drop dead literally on the spot. D-O-A. Then on arrival. It's not either one of these six things, but rather it's if you do these six things in succession. Somebody that comes back from a long trip, he's very tired, and he immediately is makizdam, v'nichnas l'beis ha-merchitz, v'shosa, v'nishtaker, he gets drunk, v'yoshan al-gabi amita, gabi karka, falls asleep on the ground, v'shimesh mitasev. He does those six things, 
dead. But only if you did it in that order. Abai says, no, one second. If he doesn't say this, he's going to die right away. It's also not so good. She was a woman, and she had an event, and she forced her event to do three of these things. And he died. You don't have to do six. Even three is enough. So the Gemara says, He was a weak event, and he couldn't even handle three of these things. But for the average person, six, he would die. Kisidron, like Kisidron, at the very least he would be Shvach. Shmoina, there are eight things that Ruban Kasha, if you have too much of it, it's not good. Umiyutan, Abrabisal, a little bit of it, Yaf, is actually quite good. Ve'eluhein, Derech, travel. So you don't want to travel too much, but to get away every now and again is not so bad. Ve'derech Eretz, Tashmish. Oisher, wealth. So too much wealth, not so good. A little bit of wealth, fantastic. Umelacha, work. Yayin, wine. Veshina, sleep. Chamin, lirchais velishtois. So either to bathe in hot water or to drink something hot. Vakazastam and hakazastam. So before we go weiter, I think the one interesting thing mentioned here is oisher. So ruban, too much oisher, maybe is not so good. A little bit of oisher is certainly good. Rashi says, why is ruban, too much oisher, not good? Shemevatle metal matayra Because it causes two things that are not good. Number one, bitl tayra. And number two, shtikl gaiva. So it's for those reasons that it's not so good. This was just one interesting gemara that came to mind, and that is... The Mishnah in Ksubis Samachalaf Amidbeis discussed the Shir Oina. What exactly, that's the topic of the first part of today's daf. So, what exactly is the Chi of Oina? How often does a man have an obligation to provide Oina to his wife? So, it depends on what the person does during the week. Is he a Talmud Chacham? Does he work? What type of job does he have? The Mishnah says, Hatayolim Someone that's a Tayol has a mitzvah's Oina, he has a Chi of Oina. Every single day. So the Gemara discusses my tayol in Omer Abayo. So I'm skipping. Abayo said Kedirav. You know what tayol is? Rav. The Omer Rav. Rav said Kedirav. Rav Shmuel Bar Shelas. I'll give you an example of a tayol. Rav Shmuel Bar Shelas. He was the tayol. The Ochel Mididay. He used to make parnas. He was able to support himself. So he had food. The Shasim Mididay. He was able to drink. The Goni Petula Dapadne. He had a house. The Lechol of Pristika the Malka But he also wasn't too wealthy. So he didn't have to deal with the government and the tax collectors and who knows what else chasing him and running after him. No, no, no. So he wasn't a nirgaf. So he had parnasa, he had to eat, he had to drink, he had a not such humble abode, but at the same time, they weren't being right of him. They weren't chasing after him. He's a tile. What's the pshat? This person can be mesham mishpitasi, b'chalyoyim. He has no daigis. He has a good life. He doesn't have daigis at parnasa. He has where to live. But at the same time, he's not too wealthy that people are chasing him. So as a result, this person, he has it perfect, and as a result, he is in a state of mind where he can be mishamish mitasoy b'chol Says the Masha on this Gemara, something very interesting. The Masha does this very often. He'll go off and give Musr and Teichacha to his generation based on something. So some of them are very well known. This one not as well known. But either way, says the Masha, He says, he sees that there are a lot of people that they walk around, they live a very wealthy life, but they don't really have money. They're living off somebody else's money. As if they're wealthy. And because this person now has a reputation, 
Kedushin, that he's a big veer. Ain't a Melech Olam. Everybody's after him. Avol Omar says the Marshal. That's the antithesis of Rav Shul Bar Shelos. He was someone who didn't have money. Everybody thought he had money. As a result, he had Saivadigas of not really having money. <laughs> and Saivadigas, he's a Nirdiv. Everybody wants a piece of him and he really has nothing to give. Avol Omar said, Rav, you know who the title is? It's the person that's just the opposite. He doesn't live a an extravagant life. But rather, he eats, he drinks, he has a... Everything he has belongs to him. That person ain't, ain't So there's a concept of Ruban, Kosha, Umiyutan, Yafa. Either way, There are eight things that cause a person's to be a little shvacher. The Eloheh, meaning it makes it more difficult for the person to be meshamish mitasai. Hamelach salt, vaharav, someone's very hungry. Vahanesek, so that was a certain sarasra, she says. Bechia, someone that cries. Vashin, asleep. Algabikarka. Vigadgoniyos, certain herb. Vikishos, shaloi bezmano. Haps, when they're not in season. If somebody is is twice as bad as everything else mentioned on the list. Just like a is twice as bad as everything on the list. Someone's is it's very good. So what does lamata mean and what does lamala mean? So Papa said lamata means lamata and abetsim underneath oisimokan. Lamala means lamala and abetsim. The kisha shaloibizmana. We said kisha shaloibizmana is a bad thing. Just like it's bad if you eat haps. So too it's good if you eat a bismana. Amra Papa, what's zmana tamus? Shaloi bismana teves. What about yoyme nisan yoyme tishrei? The other two seasons, they're not twice as bad, they're not terrible, they're also not so good. Neither here nor there. Either way, this concludes the first part of Perak Mishta Achsoi, the Agadita part of Perak Mishta Achsoi. Before we go right and we get into more um, Lomdis here in Mesechtis, Gitin, Shlichus, Begerishin, some real Lomdish Asugyas will speak out what really could have been a introduction to the sugya, and that is the main topic of the first three blood in Perak Misha Achso was Inyone Refua Bimechazal. So it's clear that the Refuas that were usual and customary in the times of Chazal, in the door of the Amr Yiron, the Chachomim of the Talmud Bible, were very different than what we engage in today. And I think if you're going to think about it, there's three questions you have to ask. Number one, where did Chazal get this from? Like, where did they get these refuas from? A lot of them, like, this probably didn't happen in a lab somewhere through trial and error. Like, who came up with this? So how exactly did they discover? What's the origin? What's the makar to these refuas? Question number one. Question number two, are we allowed to do it, Bisman Azeh? Question number three, if we knew how to do it, Bisman Azeh, would it even work? So I think three questions that we have to ask, and we'll just go through each one. The first question, what exactly the origin to these refuas are, so if you take a look at the Marsha, in our Gemara, says the Marsha, Adover Nifla, he asks that we know that Chizkiyo, Melech Yehuda, had access to a Sefer refuas. This was a book and it had it in all the refuas to all the different machlois that one can loyalenu have. 
And he hid the Sefer of Force. And the Chum were very happy about the fact that he hid it. And the reason is because as long as it was a Sefer of Force, people didn't feel like they had to trust Hashem. They didn't have to have so much Kabbana by Rifa, you know. They didn't feel like they have to be careful and be worried. Maybe they're going to get, because let's say they get sick, they'll open up the Sefer of Force and they're going to have the Refuos. And the Chachamim were Meshabech, Hiskiyom, Yehuda for hiding the Sefer of Force because they felt that it was very good. Let people stop being by Teich, by Kodesh Baruch again and not merely relying on the Sefer of Force. Freak the Marsha Akasha. He says it's poshit to him that all these refuos that are mentioned in the Gemara come from Chizkiyo, Melech, Yehuda, Sefer, refuos. That's where it comes from. So as the Marsha Akasha, then how did the Gemara, the Chachmei Talmud, have a right to write these different refuos to the extent that they were hidden by Chizkiyo, Melech, Yehuda, and the Chachom were very happy about the fact that if they were Meshabchu, so how do they have a right to write it? Says the Marsha, a Dovah He says, really... The safe refuse existed. It existed for a reason. People should be able to access it. The Chachamim realized that more bad was coming than good. People weren't being batech bashem. So they decided to hide a chizkiyo. Everybody was very happy about that. But at the same time, because the safe refuse was hidden, it was being lost. People were forgetting it. There was shikha. And because it was being forgotten, that wasn't good either. They wanted it hidden, but at least the Messiah orally, it should be transmitted from generation to generation. So they felt that although it was like not to be written for everybody, but it should, it should exist. We don't want it to be completely forgotten. And therefore, said the Talmud felt that a little bit, some of it, we're going to allow to be written. So like this, it will be there for the people that deserve it. And not just that, people will realize that there's nothing in the world that you can't find in the Torah. And the marshal to that, the marshal gives his Torah Shabbat. That was also not supposed to be written. It was only supposed to be transmitted orally. What happened was, Rep. Yudanasi saw that if you don't write the Teresh Bapet, it's going to be forgotten. We just learned the Gemara Masech is Gittin. Samach on the base. So Islas Islashem, the Teresh he went and he said, "You're allowed to write it." So the same exact Islas. You weren't supposed to write Teresh Bapet, but when they realized it was being forgotten, Islas Islashem, the Teresh you weren't supposed to write these refuos, but as we saw, it was going to be hidden. As it was being forgotten. Just one interesting aside, and that is, as far as the Sefer refuos, so where does that in itself come from? So I'll tell you something interesting. There's a Sefer called the Tajbits Katan. The Tajbits Tashbat's Katan, the Tashbat's Katan was a Rishon. He was a Talmud of the Maram in Rutenberg. He was one of his Talmidei Mufakim, the Rosh, the Mordechai, and the Tashbat's Katan. In fact, the Sefer Tashbat's Katan was written by the Tashbat's Katan during the time that the Marami Rothenberg was in jail, he had access to the Marami Rothenberg during that period of time, and the majority of the Tajbat's Kotan are things that he learned together with his Rebbe, the Marami Rothenberg, during those years that he was in captivity. Either way, I'll read to you what he writes. Noyach and his family was in the Teva. There were Shadim in the Teva also. They also had to be saved. And they were there, they were being Mazak Noyach and his family. It was so bad, these mazikin, that most of the people that were in the teva became sick. It smelled pretty bad in the teva. A malach came, took one of Noyach's sons, he brought him to Ganeidin. He taught him all the refuish of Oilam. Noyach, sorry, doesn't tell you which son, wrote this in a sefer. This is the sefer of refuish that Chizkiyo had. And he hid it. So just an interesting aside. 
aside, as far as the Sefer of Fuiz, the rest of the story, what's the origin of the Sefer of Fuiz? It dates back, it was actually written by one of Noyach's sons. It was told to him by a Malach in Ganedin right after they left the table so that they should all have Refuiz and Yeshuas from the different chaylin, the machlas that they had while they were in the teva. So as it relates to, again, what's the makar, what's the origin to these refuahs, so to Marsha, the Tajbitz Katan, the rest of the story seems to be that these are the refuahs that were mentioned in Chizkiyot, Melech Yehuda's Svarim. Really, they were hidden, but Eislasas Hashem, these were things that were allowed because of an Eislasas to be transcribed, albeit on a limited basis. As it relates to whether or not this is something we're allowed to do with Manazah. Question number three. So the truth is, Rakiva Eger in Shulchan Aruch, Yeridea Simon Shinlamidvah. Shinlamidvah in Yeridea is a small simon, Ubay Gimel Seifen, and the name of the simon is Dine Haroife. Different halachas that apply to a doctor. So Rakiva Eger here in his Agois quotes the Maril. I'll read it to you inside. The Maril Isa, Vizel Shoyne, Amalonu Maril, Kal Refuay Shebechola Talmud, Osser Lenasi Soisa. All the different refuays that I mentioned in the Gemara, a person's not allowed to try. The end of them Yachalamid al Ikran. The reason is because it's very difficult for a person to know properly how to do it. So what's going to happen? You're going to try one of these refuos. It's not going to work. And you're going to end up laughing at the chachamim. So the, therefore, says the maril, it's something you're not allowed to do. Why? Because you're going to get it wrong. And when you get it wrong, you're going to make fun of chazal. Bad things are going to come from it. So the maril said you're not supposed to do it. Says the maril, there's one exception. There's one exception. The Gemara says, And end the perik and this is well known. Someone that swallows a bone, maybe he should bring an identical bone to the bone that he swallowed, and he should he should put it on his forehead. He should say as follows: It's an incantation. It works. This. For that reason, says the Maril, this you could do. Because the whole reason not to do it is, it's not going to work. You're going to be malagli, rather be chazal. But this does work. It is going to work. I being that it's going to work, for that reason you could do it. So says Rabbi Kivager, if the Maril said this works, so he says, I have to now clarify the Nusach a little bit, because there's different Nusachis in the Gemara. So you have to know exactly how to do it. And that's the second part of Rabbi Kivager's comment. Rabbi Kivager tells you what the proper Nusach of exactly how to recite this incantation is. This is the one you're allowed to do, because this is the one that's part of the So the Clearly, it's a maril. With a maril said, it's usser. You're not allowed to do it because you're going to do it wrong and you're going to come to But the truth is, I saw in the Stechemet, the Stechemet has a phenomenal arichos on this, and he brings from the Yamshel Shloima, Mesach Teschulin, and he brings from the Chida, that not only is it usser, but there was actually a Cherem HaKadmonen. There was a Cherem that was imposed. Cherem is always something that must have been hot button, it must have been controversial. There's a tremendous Tkifos that somebody that engages in this was put in Cherem, like Cherem the Rabbeinu Gershon. This was a Cherem that it's absolutely usher for a person to engage in this. Just, there's a lot of nice things here in this Stechemet, if you want to look it up. It's Mareches Haresh Klau Nundalit. It's volume hey. But just one interesting Ha'ara worth speaking out that he asks is from Halach and Shulchan Aruch. He says that he heard this Kashem did Nafshi. So I don't know who Yedid Nafshi is. And that's Erechayim Simindalit Siv Katan Chav. The Mechabah says as follows. If somebody washes his face and he doesn't dry it properly, Pun of Mispakos. So his face may, uh, right, he's going to get... Uh, 
Right, it's not good skin, it's going to not be good. Oi, oi, ben, shchin, or he's going to get shchin. Rufua, so there's a rufua. What's the rufua? Lirchait's harbe be mei silka. You should wash it really thoroughly with mei silka. That's water where you soak beets. And if you do that, then it's going to be fine. Freight, you did not show yourself as techemed. Where does this come from? It comes from a gemara. It's a gemara besech de shabbos, tafko flam gimel. This is lechura, rufuais. That were done by Mechazal. We're not allowed to do refuas by Mechazal. So, how come the Mechaber brings this halacha? And the truth is, Hagabat's Mechal. There's so many different refuas that are mentioned in the Gemara. The Shulchan Aruch doesn't bring anything. The only halacha that the Shulchan Aruch brings is this right here that you should take a lot of beet water. I guess he assumed that Alpiderech Hateva, based on modern science, modern, it shouldn't really work. So, this is more refuas should be Mechazal. It falls under that category. So, it falls under that category. How come, Freik, you did Navshoy Shalastei Chemed, did it? Bring it right. It says this day, and I'm going to tell you what the pshat is. So he says a, a beautiful svara. He says that what's the reason you're not allowed to use the refuah should be made chazal? Because what's going to happen if it doesn't work? If it doesn't work, you can be malaga leave a chazal. That's only if the way you're supposed to do it was really outlined very precisely by chazal. So you're going to think you did it properly, and then it's not going to work. You're going to be malaga leave chazal. Now the truth is, it's not working because you don't know how to do it properly. But you're not going to realize that over here. What does the Shulchan Aruch say? The word harbe is a very ambiguous term. A lot of meisolka. Says the Seichemen, if a person's going to do it, he's going to use a lot of Meisulka, and it's not going to work. Lav Dafka, is he going to assume that the reason it didn't work is because the refuah should be mechazal, don't work. It could be he's going to assume that it doesn't work simply because maybe he's doing it wrong. Because maybe what he did was not real harbe. It's not the real harbe, and that's why it's not working. So says the Steichemet, in this case, where the chashash of being malagli al-divre chazal doesn't really apply to the contrary. It's really better to do it, because it could be it does work. No one says it doesn't work. Maybe it will work. You... We only don't want you to do it because we don't want you to have to pay the invoice of having an issue of being malagleg of the vichazal. But being that over here you don't have the concern, we'd rather you do it because in case it will work, it's something that you should do. So as it relates to whether it's Aser or Mutter, it seems pretty clear that it's Aser. The Maril that Rabbi Kivega brings and the Cherem HaKadmonim that's mentioned by the Yamshel Shloima and by the Chidot. That's item number two. Item number three, and that is... Would it even work or would it not work? So you're not supposed to do it, but would it work or would it not work? But there's really a toysfis and mesechtis my cotton, daf yud aleph amid aleph. Toysfis over there, and I'll just give you the context. The context is, Omar Rav. Rav said, Omar li ado tzayodo. Ado, the fisherman, told me. Kavra, that if you're going to make cook fish, somach le misrachemayli. You know when fish tastes the best? Right when it's about to spoil? That's the time you should cook it, and that's when you should eat it, right before it's about to spoil. If you could be mechavin the, the shah, right before it's going to spoil, that's the perfect time to eat fish. Vama Rav, Rav said, Amali Adat the fisherman told me, Kavra Tavya The best way to eat fish is to broil it together with its brother. Whose fish's brother? Salt. Because it lives in the ocean, together with salt. So you should cook it together with salt. Asuke Ba'avua. After you broil the fish together with salt, what you should do is, you should put it in its father. Who's the father of fish? Water. You should soak it in water. When it comes time to eat it, you should eat it together with its son. Who's the offspring of fish? That's the brine, the juice, the broth that comes out. And afterwards, you should drink its father. Again, who's its father? 
water. That Rav said that you should eat fish right before it's about to says Maybe that was then. Now, the fishermen are telling me something different. They're telling me that if the fish is about to spoil, run in the other direction because it can be very unhealthy. The Gav says to us, not just that, another thing that other the fishermen told Rav, we don't agree with Bisman Azer. Mishti Allah Avua, the Omar, Bisamach Tamayli, this that Rav said, that after you eat fish, you should drink water. That's also something you're not supposed to do today. And the reason is because today we're are of the opinion that it's considered to be unhealthy. Veshema says Toysfus, Nishtano, it could be the Teva changed, the Metzias changed. And Zog Toysfus, you want precedence that the Metzias changed? Kemoya Refuah Shebeshas. Just like all the Refuahs that I mentioned in the Gemara. She'enoi Toysfus Bismanazer. They don't work today. Why don't they work today? Must be because the Metzias changed. So the Mefurish of Toysfus. Toysfus over here says that the Refuahs be Mechazal seem to not work with Just one interesting aside, B'derech Agav. So Toysfus says not to drink water after fish with So just something interesting. There are moth. There's a similar in Shulchan Aruch. Dvarim ha'asurim mishum giloy. Different things that are awesome mishum giloy, awesome mishum sakana. So this is your Adaya Sim and Kufta Zayin. The Ramah says, this of cotton hay, v'chein yizar mikol dvarim ha'mivilodei sakana. That even though the Shulchan Aruch only lists some examples of sakanas, but really anything that you are concerned may bring the day sakana, you should be careful. I'll give you an example of some things that I've collected from Chazal that are awesome in Sakana. The first one Rabbi Kivegar brings is don't drink water after fish. So if you're not supposed to bring drink water after fish, it's for that reason. What, what does it come from? It comes from Tasis. This Tasis over here by cutting off your So I'll just tell you something very interesting that I once saw. And that is, if you look at the last Gemara of the first parakel, the Omar Rav, Omali Ado Tzaido. So this Ado the fisherman told, incidentally, Rav used to sign his name, Fish. It's interesting, but Rav's talking a lot about fish. So he said as follows, that after a person eats fish, you should not drink wine, and you should not drink beer. Zog the Sha'ara Mitzianam Ba'alacha. In his parish on Shulchan Aruch, Mordi, this is for you. And his parish on Kitzah Shulchan Aruch, Simen Lamed Gimel. If Adat Saida said not to drink beer and not to drink wine, and Toysva said not to drink water, so what are you supposed to drink? Schnapps. Zog the Sha'ara Mitzianam Ba'alacha, he believes that it's from here that there's a makar, that between the fish and the proverbial soup, you're supposed to drink something. You can't drink beer, you can't drink wine. That's a Gemara. You can't drink water. That's a taste from Kivegum rings it in Simakufta Zayana Yeradeya. So almost by pride, you can use orange juice in theory, but by price of elimination, you have no choice. You have to drink. <laughs> you drink schnapps. This, he says, Ulai is the Makar to the Minig It could be it's actually rooted in Halacha. And on that note, Zokta Gemara Vaiter. Omar, Kisfugetli Ishti. So we return to our regular program, which is Masech, this Gitin, the Halachas of Shlichos. So the Mishnah, right in the beginning of Perak Misha, so he said, Misha, ach, so we digressed with the word kordaikis. He says, while he's in a state of kordaikis, what if you first said kordaikis, and afterwards it was ach, kordaikis, and while he was in a state of kordaikis, don't, he was chazer from his instructions to the shliach while he was in a state of kodaikis, it's not a good chazar. Because anything you do when you're in a state of kodaikis is 
considered to be done or said shalom bidas. As for that reason, you can't instruct a shliach to write again in the state of kedaikis. You also can't be chayzer from instructions that you gave a shliach to write again while you're in the state of kedaikis. Amr Rav Shimon Melakish Koisvin Venoisin Get LaAlter. This halacha that if a person instructed a shliach to write again and then he was in the state of kedaikis and while he was in the state of kedaikis he backed out halachas in varvachrenim klon. You know what that means? It means that the shliach can go and he can execute a shlichos. He can write the get. He can give the get. Because to the extent what you're left with is the original of right and hand over the You have to wait until he becomes better. All means is that the chazara is not a chazara. However, you have to wait until he gets better. The chiddush is when he gets better, you don't have to ask him permission again. You can rely on the original but while the meshaleach, the husband's in a state of kordaikis, at that point you can't be a shlech. My time is the rishlach. Why is rishlach old that we don't care if the meshaleach is in a state of kordaikis until you can move forward? with it. The reason is because it says the Chazar is nothing. If it's nothing, it was never Chazar. If it's never Chazar, what's the problem? Just means that that when he gets better, you don't have to ask him again. However, as it relates to writing it, you can only do it when he gets better. Rishlakish compared this state of Kordaikis to someone sleeping. And just like if a Meshalech makes a Shlech to do something, the Shlech can do the Shlechus even when the Meshalech is sleeping. Ah, you'll ask me a Kasha, he's sleeping. He's not a Bardas. I hear, he's going to wake up. He will be. He's Be'etzim a Bardas. He just happens to be sleeping. So Rishlakish felt that Kordaikis is similar to someone that's sleeping. The reason is because it's a refuah for Kordaikis. Again, that's how we got into all these refuahs. You lean meat with diluted wine. There's a way to kricha rice from kordaikis. So it's for that reason it's similar to sleeping. For Rabbi Yechanan have a medam alei l'shaita. Rabbi Yechanan felt that he's like a shaita. The Gemara explains. Rabbi Yechanan nami lidu l'yashan. Why didn't you compare him to a yashan? Yashan le mechusa maisa. When someone's sleeping he doesn't have to do a maisa to get up. Eventually he's just going to get up. You don't sleep forever. Hi, mechusa maisa. This person that's in a state of kordaikis although he can't creep out of it but he needs a maisa. He needs a refuah. Why do you compare it to a yashan? Someone that's sleeping why not compare it to a shaita? Shaita le and there's no refua for a shaita. Hi, Sami Biyadan. What is the refua for this? Kordakis, Bisra Sumka, lean meat, agumri, roasted on coals, the Khamra Marka, and diluted wine. Fate Gemara, Niam Rabbi Yechanan Hachi. Did Rabbi Yechanan say that if a person is in a state of Kordakis, we treat him as a shaita, and therefore the shliach cannot fulfill his shlichos, he has to wait for him to get better. If somebody was slaughtered, this is the person, not the animal. A person himself was he's dying. And while he was dying, he was meramez, he couldn't even talk. And he said, You're allowed to give it. If somebody was chopped up or he was literally he was pinned, he was on the gallows, he's about to die, and he said, Kisfu get So what's the kasha? Madach someone who's literally dying. is Then certainly someone that's in a state of Kordaikis. But the Gemara asks, Hachiashta, what shaykhis? Hasam over there, Daita Tzilusi here. He's a bardas. He just happens to be very weak, so weak that he's about to die. But over here, Daita Shagishta here, the problem. 
problem is, right now, he's not considered a bardas. That's what the issue is. It's not about what his prognosis is. It's about, of right now, what is his state of mind. Faith to Shmuel said that if somebody was he's dying and he says kiss for Gela Ishti, that Lachi is Harayel Yichtabu Yitnu. Why? Because he's alive. If someone was Shachabayrevshami, he ran away, we can assume that he died, meaning you're allowed to say Eidos Isha, that this man's wife should be allowed to get married. Now, if you're going to tell me that he's a Chai, if he was dead, you wouldn't be able to give the get. So if you're telling me that we treat him as if he's alive, then why could you say Eidos and allow his wife to get married? So the Gemara says the same Teretz. Amri Chayu, right now, this second he's alive. He's a Chay, he can instruct someone to ride and to give a get. We know he's going to die. So we can estimate how much time we think this man has to live. The woman will wait that amount of time and then she'll be able to get married. It's not a contradiction. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, that if somebody was that is, we treat him as if he's for sure going to die, if somebody does that to someone else, that person should have to go to Golf. He doesn't go to Golos. Why not? If he's for sure going to die, then he should go to Golos. We're concerned that it could be he was going to die, but ultimately there was another factor that contributed to his death. It could be wind somehow creeped into his body, and the Ruach contributed in his dying. Inami, another he himself contributed and he himself caused himself to die. And being that the person that was Shacha by Rav is not exclusively the one responsible for this person's death, it's for that reason he's not going to go to Golas. And Tosfer says he's a Chiddush in Golas. He doesn't know where this Chiddush comes from. He says maybe there's a Pasuk somewhere. But the point is, the only time a person goes to Golas is if he solely and exclusively was responsible for 100% of this person's demise. But if there was any other contributing factor, then you're not going to have this halacha. By someone killing someone, b'meizin, that's not true. If someone would be shocked by shnayim, erev shnayim, b'meizin, and then the ruach is bilbasay, and then the person dies, you don't say that the person who was the shaykhet is not chayim misa. He's going to be chayim misa. I, something contributed, it doesn't matter. I'm the one that caused it. So certainly you're the one that's going to be chayim misa. Could be Taisu says, it's exeris akasim, he's not sure what the makar is, but either way, that's what the Gemara is saying. That by God, you have to be solely responsible. I mean that you're, solely, you're not solely responsible. It's for that reason you don't go to God. Why would you not be solely responsible? So the Gemara gave two reasons. Either maybe the wind played a role. He himself did something. What's the nafkamina? So the Gemara says, two obvious nafkaminas. He killed him in a marble house, a place where there's no wind, but he did something to be Makar Misasa. If it's the wind, there's no wind. If it's who cared Misasa, he was Makar Misasa. Inami, the Shachti, the bra, or he shafted him outside where there is wind, Veloi Perches. So again, depending on which Svara, that would determine what Talach is. There's a lot of nice lumbus here in this Gemara, and the Gemara is coming, and we will save that for tomorrow.